Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Student Life Podcast, where we dive into the real experiences of first-year college students attending universities all over the United States. Not only will we be talking about the social and academic aspects of these colleges, but also the journey that each student went through during the application process. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and thank you guys so much for listening. Well, I'm going to take a sip of my coffee, and Franklin's going to sit here looking all cute, and then we'll get started. You cannot have any coffee, Franklin. Okay. Awesome. Well, hello to anyone that is listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Student Life Podcast. This time we have um, a really good friend of mine throughout high school. Her name is Miss Lucia Chang, or known as uh, Yutsu Chang. And uh, throughout high school, or actually we met also in eighth grade, but we kind of didn't become more like friends um, until high school. But um, throughout all the time I've known her, she was super, super intelligent, um, really funny and caring, a little bit shy sometimes, but... uh, Always, always a good, a good person and someone that I, I love to, to meet in, throughout high school. But yeah, is there anything else you'd like to say? No, <laughs> Awesome. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I guess the first um, thing we talk about is the college application process. What were some of the things that you looked for um, when applying to certain schools? Um, I think for me, it's like somewhere that's close by home. So I mostly like applied to like UC schools and... Um, Notre Dame was like a special case for me because um, like it's a religious school and it's like one of the reach schools so it's like you don't really know if you're going to get in but like for like mostly my safety schools like I applied to like schools that are close by home so. What schools did you end up applying to? Um, I applied to four UC schools, UCI, um, UCSB, UCSD, and UC Irvine. <laughs> Wait, you said UC Irvine first. You said UCI, UCSD, UCLA, and then what was the other one? UCSD. San Diego oh, UCSD. and Santa Barbara. Oh, wait, are those the only schools? So it's the four UCs and then uh, just Notre Dame or what? And then I applied to Notre Dame. And then I applied to, like, Cal State Fullerton. What schools did you end up going or end up getting accepted to and or, like, waitlist or rejected from? Just to kind of give a guideline for some people that might be um, mm-hmm. in the same boat kind of thing. Yeah, I, I accepted to all of them. Okay, of, of course, of course. You two, super intelligent, like I said in the, in the preface. They're lucky to have you. For someone that is going through the application process, what do you think is the most important part of the, ap- the application process that they should focus um, the most on? I think the most important is probably the essays because like grades and like the test scores, like everyone can kind of do the same thing. But like what makes you really different is through the essays and how you express yourself and the activities that you do. And basically, like, how you grow through those activities, which is something that I feel like the college admission people can't see unless they, like, read your essays and stuff. Do you want to talk about some of the involvements that you were um, in high school? I knew you were in a bunch of, like, clubs and, and organizations, but do you want to just touch base on a little bit of those? I, I guess the most important involvement for me is Good Neighbors Club. Like, we do, like, fundraisers for, like, developing countries. I think I really grow through, like, doing the fundraisers, like, making sure that each of them is like actually going to carry out being successful. Through the Good Neighbors organization, like I went on like a trip to Guatemala and we like built chicken coops for like a week. That was like a very like eye-opening experience, like getting to see like their, the families, like the life that they're living through. And that's my, what I wrote on my <laughs> common app essay. So that's like pretty important for me. And I guess like for me, like I also focus a lot in school. Cause like I don't want 
like whatever you do for the extracurricular to like affect your grade. So, and also like another thing really important for me is cross country. I did country for all four years and I'm not like the fastest <laughs> person, but I really enjoy running, so. Yeah, I always, always saw you out there working hard doing that. And I respect cross country runners so much because running for a prolonged amount of time is so hard and I would never be able to mentally take on that challenge, but respect to, to cross country runners. They gotta be a little bit crazy to, to run cross country. Is, is... Track is pretty crazy too. Like you like running, like I cannot run like short distance. Like I did track for a year and like I quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I didn't even try cross country because I was too scared of it. Um, okay. So is there one single tangible tip that you have for the application process, um, just to give advice to anyone that might be going through that right now. I think like when you like I think going back to like looking at the schools, like you also want to look at a school that I know it's hard, but like try to find a school that kind of fits you because like every single college kind of has their own mission and like value, and like I know like it's easy to like categorize schools based on like oh this school is really good because it's like top ranked and like but. I feel like even among like Ivy Leagues or like just other schools, like there are things that you can distinguish them apart. And when you apply to the school, find a school that fits who you are. And when you do the application process, it'll be a lot easier because you you can be who you are and the college can I guess accept who you are and when you get into the school you'll know that oh, you're accepted because you are like they are looking for the type person who you are. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, no. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's that's really important to definitely find the school that fits you most and then applying is going to be so much easier, uh, so much more smooth. Um, but I'm curious, so you mentioned a lot, like you applied to the UCs, uh, Cal State, and then Notre Dame. Like, how did you get Notre Dame or... I know I know it's a, a very... It's a religious school, so did that play into applying there for you? Yeah, I like, found out like Notre Dame like, when I was a freshman. And like I was looking at like <laughs> typical like the, the college like best like the what US Best News or whatever, and then I saw like Notre Dame like it's like top twenty, and then the acceptance rate is like a lot higher than the all the other ones. So I was like, wow, man, this is a good school. <laughs> and also like I saw like the campus is like super pretty, and then I was like, and I also saw their mission about like their emphasis on like service work. So I thought it's like a really good fit and like I guess like throughout high school like I kind of um there are times where I, I kind of feel like oh maybe it's not the best school for me because it's so far away but I just end up like still applying and I was just thinking like oh if I got in then I'll decide like what to do and yeah 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 how was the um I'm actually really curious to know how was the transition from um uh, moving from California and living in sunny SoCal to Indiana where there's not much to do. I mean, I guess, but how was, how was the transition uh, specifically for you? I think the biggest transition is, is probably the weather. <laughs> yeah, like California weather is like sunny and like Indiana is like, you, you don't know, like one day it'd be sunny, the next day it'd be super duper cold. Like the last week it was like sunny for like two days and then the next day it was like, it was snowing. <laughs> Like Midwest weather is like pretty crazy, and but I guess like coming from California, like since I'm so like not used, like I've never really seen snow. I get like really excited too. So it's a big transition, but I enjoyed it. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, and I think weather is very important when applying to schools too because I was talking with Wesley who obviously goes to Northwestern and he hates it because of the weather. Like he's always holed up in his room, not able to go outside. People aren't outside. So he was telling me when I did the podcast with him actually, he's just stuck in his room um, like most of the winter quarter and it was pretty bad for him. So weather is definitely important. And I feel like, I guess this like kind of goes into the other questions though, like the dorm. Um, so I live like, like super close to the, like the library. So during winter, like during the weekend, like me and my friends, we would just go to like the library and like study. So it's like, you can still be with your friends, but you can also have like indoor, <laughs> you'd be an indoor, you won't be cold and stuff. So. Right, right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a really good option. If you can't go outside, then go inside somewhere nice and, and cut up and study. But um, so you mentioned that you had seen Notre Dame from prior pictures and you thought it was really gorgeous. What are some of the other thoughts that you had going through your head before going there? So I, um, I visited campus on like senior year after I got accepted. I visited two times during winter break of senior year and also during, um, it was like we had this like admitted student weekend and I also went during that time. So like I kind of learned a lot about the classes and stuff, which I thought was really interesting. And like for me, like because I'm like pre-med, and I val I really like the school, and I think like because like Notre Dame doesn't have a grad school or med school, like it doesn't have a med school. So if I want to go to the school, like undergrad would be the only time I can go, like. Because med school, like, you can go anywhere, but, like, if you want a good, like, experience, like undergrad experience, at like, Notre Dame would be the only one for me. Right. So you talked about the weekend where it was, like, the admitted day, or the admitted weekend. Um, how was that? What was your first experience actually, um, like, incorporating with other people and the staff and faculty? And, and what was just, like, the general experience and any events, special things you did on that weekend? The weekend was only for like the science science majors. Like they have like different, they have, Notre Dame has like five different college. Well, now they have six, but um, I think last, still like last, the last few years, they only have five colleges. And for me, I went to the one with the College of Science and we just have like a couple like lectures that kind of explain their like core, like curriculum, like the classes that you're going to take and like sample, like schedules and like, they have like a stand for like each of the, each of the majors, like in the College of Science, and like you can go and like talk to the, the staff or like the students, and they were all like really nice and like approachable. So like wh whatever questions I had, like they were able to like answer, and like we toured the labs, which were really cool and stuff. That sounds like a bunch of boring stuff. Did you guys have any? <laughs> I'm just kidding, but did you have any like um, cool events or? Because I know the the fight in Irish are pretty spirited. Did you get a really good glimpse of the spirits um, at Notre Dame? Not during the not during that that weekend, but for we have another one that's like right before the start of like the school year. So oh, we, okay. Weekend, like right. that's like very very spirited, <laughs> but not. Like the admitted weekend was more for like academics, so. Okay, awesome. And how, so talk a little bit about the um, that week or that day before school started and all the the fun stuff, you know. Oh, it was like super crazy. Like it was a little too overwhelming for me. Like I'm like an introvert, so like the, going through like it was it was a lot. Like we 
Nordea has like pretty close, like dorms are really close. Like we have, like, I guess like dorm culture is like very, a big thing. And like during the whole weekend, like it, it feels like a summer camp. Like, you know, the summer camp, it's like, we have like serenades, like you like dance to like the other, like the dorms and like, <laughs> we have so much activities and like, there's this like, there's this one, um, I think it was Friday night or Saturday night, but they call it like Domerfest. Like it's basically like a big like social gathering and like Notre Dame has a brother and sister school. Like one is called Holy Cross and the other one is St. Mary's. And that day um, they invited like all the students from the other schools to come to. So it was just a big mess. Like there are so many people there and like you just like, I just, I left early, but like supposedly like you like meet like random strangers and you just start talking, but like people don't like usually continue their conversation after that but it's just like a traditional thing ah, yeah I like that I like that where they bring in other students and just make it a whole a whole shebang a whole party for for everyone to come in and I think that's pretty cool but uh, I could understand why it would be a little bit overwhelming because that's just you're being thrown into a bunch of people and just forced to talk with them so <laughs> um but I did want to talk a little bit about the um dorming culture which you talked about um but before we get into that what is your dorm like? So is it a two-person, three-person, and like how big is it? So it really depends on which hall you're in. So all of our halls are, um, it's like mixed grade. So you, there's no like freshman, sophomore, or junior dorm. Like all the, the dorm is like all grades. So you, you meet like all the, and it's obviously a Catholic school, so ours is separate gender. And there's like, there's like dorms and, so Notre Dame is like kind of, it's like a rectangle and we have like different, like North, we have like North Quad, like West Quad, like South Quad and stuff. So you're kind of like separate into kind of like a region and you're within the region, there's like a couple of different dorms and there's like guys dorm, like girls dorm. And it's kind of complicated, but every single dorm has like different size rooms. So our hall is like super simple, like you either have double or, or quads. And there's like single rooms, but um, usually like only seniors or juniors get the singles. It's really hard for sophomores to get singles. Other dorms, like other halls, like I heard they have like, I think six people or like eight people room. It, it's like, it's like really crazy, but it's like they have, like the quads here is like you have two rooms, like two kind of like bedrooms slash study rooms. And then there's one common room in the middle. Oh, so, okay. That's pretty spacious then. Yeah, their two rooms on the side are, like, a little bit smaller than the one, like, the double that you have, but they have a common room in the middle. Okay, so. that's that's pretty nice. And so, you you said that you live in the south. I live in north, wait, <laughs> they call it, like, the Maquad, but I live in the north area. Okay, north area, right, and so, um, there's, the sorry, go ahead. I'm, like, right next to the north dining hall, like, we have two dining halls, north and south. Got it, got it. And so you said that um, there's multiple dorms, uh, I mean, dorm buildings in each quad, right? Mm, yeah. And what's the specific, is, is there a specific name for yours? Yeah, mine's Pascarilla West. Pa one more time? Pascarilla West. Pascarilla West. Yeah. I passed, like, in the past, and then a gorilla, like, the, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's like a person's name. Oh. Like, <laughs> okay, nice. And so is the layout of your specific hall um, like one big hallway and then there's 
rooms to your left and right, like kind of like a hotel, or is it like a circle, or um, what is it looking like? The dynamic of yours. Mine's like an L shape. So there's one section, there's an an A section and a B section, and I live in an A section. So it's like basically like I guess like within your dorm, it's kind of like a rectangle. Got it. Got it. Okay. And so, um, is there like a bathroom in the middle a communal bathroom and then like a common room as well so we have so for each section we have a bathroom like down to the end so basically there's two every floors because there's two sections of floor and then every room i think every room has but every room has a sink oh really okay that's pretty convenient then yeah nice so when you just like brush your teeth you can you don't have to leave you just you know, yeah <laughs> very nice, very nice. And so, how did you go about um, choosing your roommate? And if if they're here, do you like uh, like? She, she's still at, um, she's still at home because Easter break. She lives in Chicago, so she went back. Home. Okay, got it. But ours is random. Everything is random. You don't know where your hall is until like it was like three or four weeks before the school year started. But for freshmen, it's random. Like freshman going in, you don't know like who you're gonna room with or like where you're gonna live until like I think a month before the the school year started. But then after freshman year, you get to pick your own roommate and where you want to like live in. Basically. Right. Okay. I mean, I guess there are pros and cons to doing that. You do just get to meet a new people, um, but that can be kind of scary. And yeah, I I think I got really lucky. Like, well, my roommate isn't here, but she's she's. Pre- She's pretty nice, and like I've definitely heard like some like really bad like rooming situations. So I feel like I'm like super like like we're not like super close, but we're we're in like roughly the same. She's a bio major, so we like kind of talked about like school stuff together and like like some other like um, just what's going on in life in general. But like we have our own like friend circle, but like we get along when we're like inside the room. Nice. That's good. That's good. Yeah, there's some people who have crappy uh, roommates, and it's not not fun. <laughs> but um, so, how do you think um, Notre Dame does with making a community out of like the people in your hall? Um, is it pretty like welcoming everyone? Like, has maybe has the door open, or you hang out with the people in your hall, or not so much? So I think it really depends on how you want to go about like living in the like they have a lot of activities that you can join like they always have stuff going on but um so if you want it's really like if you want there are a lot of things available but even if you don't want like you can like you can just be in your own room or like hang out with your friend from other halls like it's just depend on what you want basically mm-hmm. definitely definitely um and really quickly how many people or how many rooms are in your uh like hall hmm like roughly i know we i think we have roughly like the whole hall has like roughly like 200 to 300 people and we have we have three floors with like rooms like our our building is four floor but the first floor is like all common area so it's like the gym the like kitchen and like the common area stuff pascarilla west is like one of the biggest dorms so like some are a lot smaller so yeah, it really depends uh, on where you live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, that's really interesting though that um, there can be like first years, second years, third years, and fourth years. So there are some fourth years, dare I say, in your hall or no? Yeah, there there are some seniors. Like there's like I think um, in my section there's like around like 
probably like three or four seniors that's still here. And our obviously our RA is like mostly seniors. So. You mentioned at the bottom of your floor, there's some community things. So there's, you said a kitchen, um, like a gym, and what else is kind of included at the, the first floor? So we, we have like the washing machines like down there too. We have like a couple of study, like we have group study rooms or like single study rooms. And we also have like dining rooms and obviously we have chapels <laughs> for Catholic school. And um, Wait, there's a chapel downstairs. Yeah, there's a chapel in every single dorm. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. <laughs> like I know like for like for other guys dorm, I think there's like there's a there's like pool tables like so like but not in the girls dorm. I think we might used to have them, but we just got renovated last last summer. So things like kind of changed a little. Okay. Wait, so your hall just got renovated or multiple halls are just yours? Like they I think they like tried to like renovate like one one hall like either a summer or like a, like during a school year. So like if your hall is renovated during a school year, you, you like move to this like other like it's like transitioning dorm kind of. So like people will move there and like your hall will be renovated and next next year you like go back to your and you live. Okay, and that's that's pretty awesome that a lot of the facilities are pretty new. Um, what are the other like um, optional living spaces or living options? So, does everyone pretty much have to live in one of the dorms, or can you live off campus? So it's kind of complicated, but like starting from my year, you're required to live on campus for three years, and like we just started this like like I think it was I, I think it was either last week or last last week we had this. Yeah, it was last last week. Like the university just issued like a new policy and like everyone got super mad. But it's like they wanted to like I guess like strengthen like the community like on campus community so they kind of they say like oh seniors if you don't live on campus on senior year then you can't join like the um you can't join like this like this intramural sport or like you can't swipe into like like your old dorms and stuff which a lot of people got upset and then there's like a protest but I don't know how it's gonna end up <laughs> yeah, that is that's an interesting policy because a lot of schools don't require like anything past like second year because I think this is the only school that I've heard past a third year you have to stay um, and then if you don't stay your fourth year then you get punished for it which is pretty uh, pretty crappy but as of right now are there options um, are there like second and third years living off campus or is pretty much everyone on campus the, there is a high like percentage of people living on campus. It's like roughly like eighty percent. So like it, it does. I think it there. It does make sense that they're making a policy that require people to live on, until junior year because a lot of people do live on campus, but there are still like people who live like in the apartments like near like South Bend. There's like a lot, and like I think like a couple years ago because of people wanting to live off campus, like they have like the whole housing like complex like. They constructed like a bunch of new ones. So. so you mentioned that there was a kitchen downstairs. Is that like a kitchen for students to cook, or is it like more of a dining hall scenario? Yeah, it's like a kitchen. Like anyone can go in. Right. So they cook. Like you bring your own stuff to cook, or they cook for you. You you bring your own stuff. Right. So that's not a the the dining hall is a separate because you said there's two dining halls. That's a separate thing, right? Dining hall is like big. The the typical one. Gotcha. Gotcha. And how far is that from your specific uh, hall? Uh, something gorilla, past gorilla. 
<laughs> it's like literally just like probably like two minute walk. Okay, that's pretty convenient then. You can just go in there whenever. Super convenient. Nice. And is it the system, is it a swipe system where you swipe one time, go in, eat as much as you can, or uh, a money system? So you swipe in and you eat as much as you want. You get like 14 swipes a week and they expire each week. And like on top of that, you also get like 500, like they call it like flex points and you can use it at like restaurant, like campus restaurant. You said there's two um, main ones. So there's one in the north and then one in the south area, south quad-ish. Yeah. And which one... Do you prefer in terms of quality of food? So people in the nor North Quad usually like North Quad, like the North Arnie Hall, NDH, and people in the South Quad usually like like the SDH. Like people get into fights about which one's better. <laughs> so so I, specifically you, which one? I, I like the, the North one. Got it. Okay, so the quality of food's pretty good. Yeah, it's the quality of food is like pretty similar, but the biggest difference is how the buildings are... I guess constructed like if you imagine like South Dining Hall is like imagine like Harry Potter Harry Potter is like the Hogwarts Dining Hall and then like North Dining Hall is like super modern so it's like okay. lit and like just very modern what's the how do they serve the food is it like different stations or I'm um, just to kind of give a person that might not know what a di the dining hall looks like uh just kind of the whole atmosphere of it North and South is a little bit different like South, they have, it's kind of complicated in the South, but like North, it's like you just walk down and there's like different section. Like, let's say there's a salad section, there's a sandwich section, and there's like a grill se section that's like they make like hamburgers. But like, there's also like an Asian section, they like serve Asian food, although obviously not very authentic. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least like there are some Asian food available. And um, yeah, they like, change their uh, menu like every day and like they change like between like lunch and dinner too so you get like a variety of different food got it got it is there a bunch of is there a lot of asians there or is there a lot of white or like what's the i'm sorry like you said asian food and then there's not authentic so i just kind of relating it back so are there a lot what's like the majority of people there like i guess like since it's a catholic school like mostly it's like 80 to like 90 percent white but there are a lot of like international students so you still you can still find a lot of Asian friends. We talked about a little bit about like the dining halls and and whatnot, but what are some other cool facilities um, that Notre Dame offers? And then there's like chapels and churches and stuff too, which is, I think would be serve as pretty cool like landmarks and facilities. But you want to name a few more of them? So we have they. I think I think it was built like two years ago or last year. Like they just newly built like a student facility. Like it's called like Duncan Student Center. And they have like a huge like gym. It's like a whole, I think it's like two floors. It's like, like there's a lot of stuff there. And like, there are a lot of like, I guess like restaurant there and a lot of study areas. Obviously I think like the biggest part is like the football too. Like a lot of people get like hyped up for the football games. And um, we have like um place for like movies. Like they host like different movies. Like every month there's like different movies. I like, I've gone like, I think once, but they have like a lot of like showings, so it's pretty cool. Sometimes they're free, and like sometimes it's like a couple dollars, and you just go see. Um, to someone that might not know like the layout of uh, the campus, so can yeah. I just give like a bird's eye view or kind of just to, to like give an idea? What how would you describe the campus layout of Notre Dame? It's like it's like a rectangle. 
Rectangle, okay. And then what's in what quadrant area place? I guess like if the rectangle is like so in the north north northern part it's like the the main I guess the main building's kind of like in the well it's I guess it's like towards the north. But there's the main building which is like the iconic like Notre Dame Golden Dome. Um and down to the south side there's the bookstore and there's also like there's also a hotel in <laughs> Notre Dame. It's called like Morris Inn. It's like super fancy, but I think it's like for like alumni, like when they're visiting or like for, um, it's probably like for people with like during football weekends too. Um, and also, um, the stadium is, I'm super bad at direction. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is the, is the rectangle like this vertical or horizontal? Horizontal or vertical? I, I think it's like this. So, so ver- vertical? This is vertical. This is vertical. Come on, you two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> And we have two lakes too, which is which is super nice. So where are these lakes relative to everything else? So the north the north has that uh, the Golden Dome. Then you go down a little bit. There's like the bookstore and everything, and then the hotels in the middle as well. Or is it more? It's just like close to the bookstore, and that's like the main building is like our administrative building. So like if you drive through like the main gate of Notre Dame, like you basically you continue driving, and it's like trees, and you like you look ahead, and it's the Golden Dome, and you. By like the bookstore and then the like, I guess the the Morris Inn and like the other like there are other like big buildings, and then um, I think like the other buildings are like kind of scattered around like um I know the like the School of Business like Mendoza is like closer to the like south south area which is like past the dome near the bookstore and stuff and uh, the law school is also over there. And like more towards the, I think it's the east. <laughs> Confirm, you two can't. She can't read maps. You <laughs> <I> can't. <laughs> I I still don't have my driver's license, so. Are you kidding me, Lucia? I mean, you don't need it now, but like, what the? Oh jeez, we will teach you. We'll teach you how to drive when you get back home. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. The stadium's in the the east side. And that's okay. a big part too. And so we talked a little bit like the on-campus, but and you mentioned a little bit about how they're building some like places to live off-campus. Uh, but what are some other cool off-campus places, or do people even go off-campus, uh, or does everything pretty much stay in Notre Dame? I say like most things kind of stay on like on-campus, like unless like I think people when people go on party like they go off-campus, but I've never been to any party so. <laughs> Um, I know there are like they people go like to like bars off campus, but um, like I go off campus like during Sunday morning for like volunteer work, but that's mostly why I go off campus. But sometimes I go like off campus to like eat with my friends. So what uh what places are offered off campus? On campus or off? Actually both. I I don't think we talked about like the store stores or like the restaurants in off campus, but you can also talk about off campus ones as well as like, well. Off campus, like there are like a lot of like the typical ones that we know, like um, like I know there's like Chipotle, Chipotle off campus, Chipotle, and like I like I went on this like it's kind of like this thing called like South Bend Immersion. It's like it's like a credit class, like you like learn more about like South Bend City, like about like kind of like urban poverty, but um, um, like during that 
immersion like I found out like this restaurant like this Mexican restaurant that's like super good and like I went with my friends like a couple of times like after that and there's also there's also some sushi place off campus which is super nice yeah nice and how do you get off campus is it walking distance or do you take like uh like, I feel I I imagine like a trolley, you know, like like horses and Notre Dame students can on, But well, how how do people travel um, in uh, Notre Dame? I think most people like Uber, but you can also like take the bus. The bus is free for with student ID, so it's pretty nice. Okay. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. And what about some of the food places on campus? So on campus is like, um, we have like Smash Burger, Subway, like Taco Bell, um, like Modern Market. There's also like this place like called Star Ginger. It's like an Asian food place, and um, um, like there's like a couple, but it's not it's not like a lot. But if you want, if you don't want to eat <laughs> dining hall food, people go like. And there's also like Starbucks, obviously. I mean, every college campus needs a Starbucks. Come on, you got they got girls, you got white people, you got <laughs> coffee addicts. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, other than kind of the the restaurants off campus is there like a community or is there housing or I mean you mentioned a little bit of housing but like anything outside of the campus that might be worth noting I think like there's not a lot of place to go like partying in South Bend like it's not a very like it's not like super vibrant like compared to like if you think of like LA or like it feels like it feels kind of like Irvine but like um but like some places like like South Bend is kind of like, um, so they used to be like a big like industrial city, but like after like economic downturns, like the city kind of like not to say like segregated, but there there are a lot of areas that are like, it's just kind of, you can see that like if you go around South Bend, you can see the difference between like the rich neighborhood and the like not very nice ones. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, that happens a lot of places, so I guess I so. The mayor of South Bend is running for president. Of the United States of America? Yes. What's the distance, uh, or what's the time that it takes to walk, I would say, like, across campus? Like, from one end to the other end? Yeah, just, like, a rough estimate. Probably, like, 20 to 25 minutes. Okay, so it's a pretty large, it's a larger campus of sorts. Yeah, it's not, like, super huge, but it's, like, walking distance. All right. And so what about how, how close are your classes to uh, your dorm? Pastor? So <laughs> it depends on where you live. But for me, it's like it's it's like around 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, okay. that's not too bad. That's not too bad at all, actually. I forgot one question off, uh, in terms of the off campus. But are there people driving? Are there a lot of people with cars or mainly just walking and traversing whatnot? Like usually, like when you go to class, like you, like people just walk, or like some people bike, or like they have like electric scooters. <laughs> um, but I think people like usually drive when they go off campus. So. so only probably like third years, maybe and fourth years will probably have cars. Yeah, some like freshmen, like I know, like the first year freshmen, like I mean, first semester freshmen can't have cars, but after that you can have cars. So it it really just depends on. I think. People who live close by usually have cars because they can drive their own home cars. Right, right. That makes sense. Okay, interesting. interesting. Um, and going to kind of the academic aspect is obviously the reason why you're there and people go to college. Um, but what classes did you take? And so 
Notre Dame is on a semester system as you mentioned beforehand. Um, but what classes did you take last uh, last semester as well as this semester? So, like all freshmen has this like class called like like first year Moreau class. Like it's basically like exposure to like different topics, like important topics like in school or like just stuff in general. Um, and that's one one class that you have to take for both semester. And we also have this like core curriculum like think of it as like the GE but like a kind of different kind of GE like you have to have like two years of theology and two years of philosophy and like some liberal arts classes and like that's like the core and then aside from that you like take your major like classes for a major so for the first semester I took um foundations of theology and I also take like introduction to philosophy and that's for the fulfilling the core requirement and I also have the like first year class so that's the three class and for my major I took um chemistry chemistry one and then I also take bio class and I also took a sociology class did you just take all those classes that were available or what because that seems like a lot of classes that's that's like actually not a lot for like freshmen because like we're semester based so you like how many units is that i think it was like 18 yeah okay that's that's like still kind of a, a like i mean most people do minimum is 12 a lot of people do like 16 but 18 is a good amount right yeah i guess like like i guess like first semester like it wasn't as bad because like the the first year class is like one credit too and that's like a pretty easy class Although, like, it really depends on your instructor and, like, people, I don't know why their instructor gives them, like, it's supposedly, like, everyone should get, like, A's, but some people get, like, A minus, which is, like, super sad, like, it really just depends on your instructor, yeah. but, yeah, chem was hard, and bio was, like, bio was kind of weird, like, first semester, they did it, like, you have eight, like, they call it, like, modules, and you can pick, like, it's, like, basically, like, different topics, topics in biology and you rank which modules you like and they put you in two modules for a semester and that's just like for a first semester thing right right and what classes are you taking currently i'm taking um i'm also taking another theo class i'm going to be a supplement theo major by the way wait supplement does that mean like a minor it's like in between a minor and a major oh in theology <laughs> Very interesting. Okay, what are the classes? So Theo in that first year class, I'm taking organic chemistry too, <laughs> and my bio class. Um, I'm blanking. Oh, I'm taking Spanish, beginning Spanish one, and. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa! What happened there? <laughs> I like for college of science, like you're required to take like three semester of, I guess three semester of like language, like or you can. I guess like test out to be into the intermediate level, but I could have test out with Chinese, I guess. So like I, I really want to learn Spanish. So that's good. That's good. Oh. Nice, nice, nice. And what? How would you say these classes overall have gone for you, or like uh, for other people? Are the professors pretty good? Um, and also definitely touch base on like the class sizes because that is really important for for some people. Mm-hmm. So first semester, I so for the chem class. I took, so for general, like there's this thing called like gen chem and there's like a chem for chem majors. If you're in the gen chem class, there are a lot of like different, I guess, different time slots. 
but for the chem for chem major, there's only one one class because there are a lot less like chem majors and biochem majors. But if you are like an other like if you're an engineering major or bio major, neuroscience or like environmental, like a lot of people have to take chem. So that's for, like for everyone who want to take who's like part of the College of Science kind of like you have to take the gen chem. So that one's like roughly, I think, probably like 100 to like, maybe like 150. It's like a big lecture. And then um, my social class was like roughly like, I think that was a big social class. It was like 80 people. And then my foundations of Theo like, is like the biggest Theo class, but, but they have a lot of other section that's like super tiny. Like the other sections are like, I think roughly like 30 to 40 people, but my section was like more than 100 people. But oh, the Moreau first year class is like super tiny, which is like, it's like, I think around 20 people. Yeah, that and makes sense. For the bio class, like the entire, like, I guess amount of people who are taking bio is like five to 600 people. But since they broke it down to the module, each module is like around like 70 to 80 people. So. Okay, very nice. How uh, how are the teachers in kind of just like an overall of the teachers? They didn't have to go like in specific ones, but you could talk about like if you ha had a really good experience with one or really bad or just because one thing is at a lot of UCs that I've found and I've people that I've talked to, there's a crap ton of foreign teachers where you can't understand what they're saying. And so I was wondering if that might be the case um, for you as well or not. Not really. Well, my professors are all like super nice and like you like you can know like oh they are like college professors like uh, like not like high school teachers like they're like really knowledgeable and like whatever questions you ask like they usually like are able to answer or like give you a very like thoughtful responses and they're really approachable too like we have office hours and you can just like go in and like talk to professors and i think for the smaller lectures like it's easier to like know the professors and stuff and like, I know, like, for my Theo class, like, my professor, like, the class was, like, 100 people-ish, but, like, my professor tried to, like, memorize, like, every single person's name, which is, like, crazy. <laughs> That's impressive. That's <laughs> really impressive. And I'm sure he has more classes, so he... Yeah. He, wow, that's, that's incredible, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, it really depends on, like, so, I guess, like, it depends on where you're interested in. Like some people, like if you're more interested in certain subjects, like you get closer to that professor. And um, like this semester, like I'm also taking this class I call like university seminar. It's like kind of like a writing class. And that class is only like 15 people. And like, so you can, like, I guess really get to know the professors. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like super uh, funny. <laughs> that's awesome, that's awesome. Um, is it, what's like the uh, the setup of the classes because at least like for for UCI it's um either an hour and hour 20 for two lectures a week or 50 minutes for three lectures a week and then usually one discussion a week um for 50 minutes or so or how, how is it for you it's like it's like basically similar to yours like if ours is two times a week it's like an hour and 15 minutes and if it's like three times a week it's like yeah 50 minutes yeah. Okay, okay, nice. And you are, since you are taking, uh, like, you took chem and bio, you had labs attached to it, right? <laughs> yeah. How, how did how did the labs go? Because I, I can't talk about this because I, 
bless my soul, I'm not taking, I don't have to take labs or camera or anything, God bless, but um, how, how do, like, what's the lab setup kind of thing for you? Like, the labs are pretty fun, but they're really time consuming. So my bio lab, first semester was like, like, they, they assign, like, the time block is, like, three hours. Like, we don't always take the whole time, but my chem lab for first semester was three hours, and we have to stay the whole entire time. Like, chem labs, are, like, they usually take a while, too, so. Yeah. You always accept something, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you talked about um, how teachers have uh, office hours and things, but are there any other resources students, uh, students can take advantage of to kind of help them with their academic uh, endeavors? I think um, for freshmen, like there are like free, um, there's like this call, thing called like first year learning um, like center and then they have like free tutors and stuff. I haven't gone to any, but um, my Because she doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. She's too smart. <laughs> It's just like it kind of just worked for my schedule. <laughs> like, um, but I'm applying to be a tutor next. That's next awesome. Day. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> um, but I've heard like they've been pretty helpful. And also, like, I think like if you talk to like upperclassmen, like they're all like pretty helpful and stuff. Yeah. So. Definitely, definitely. Um, and what is the. Uh, competitive dynamic between students at Notre Dame because since it is such um, a great university pretty very prestigious is it pretty cutthroat or are people very welcoming and helpful with with each other I think like this is one of I guess the special thing at Notre Dame is like like the students are like not very competitive with each other it's like not a very cutthroat environment and I know like like Mendoza like the College of Business is a little bit more special because they have they grade on a bell curve which is um, I don't know if it's like the typical like oh, most people get C's and stuff, but they have a curve, so it's like you do kind of compete with your peers. But I'm not in business, so I don't know how that's like. But in terms of like people in the science areas, like they're all like like we kind of like just help each other on, and yeah, it's it's pretty nice. Nice, nice. That's good. I think definitely. I've heard some places where it's very cutthroat and just like it seems like a pain to like why would why do you want to go there when everyone is so mean to you and everyone's <laughs> just trying to like put each other down so that they can go higher which which is pretty unfortunate um but I mean I guess that I guess that's how it is sometimes but um what uh what's your schedule look like like do you have school every day and kind of what pe or what's kind of like the time slots uh for your classes so first semester like my schedule was like super like or like like I guess like you call it organized but it's like you, every day I like wake up at like nine like my classes are like nine twenty five or nine thirty and I get out around like three like three fifteen or like three ish for last semester and then this semester my Monday and Wednesday I start class at like ten thirty and I get out at like one. 150 so like two ish but i don't have lunch break this semester on monday wednesday and friday so i eat at like two that's like my lunch late lunch period and then on tuesday and thursdays my labs are like pretty long i have labs in the morning and like two more classes so my class ends at like five and my day starts at like 9 30. oh that that's a that's a long day that's a yeah a nine to five working day that's, that's that sounds pretty tough what is the process of picking your classes? Mm -hmm. So for soft, for second semester, like 
freshman year, like, biochem major for some reason, like, for freshman, sophomore, like, second semester, you get, like, priority for scheduling. So I, like, get to schedule my class, like, really early. It was, like, 6.20. It was, like, a really good time. Like, like I pick, like, all the class I want. But I know, like, my friend, her time was, like, 8.20, and she, she had, like, class at, like, 8.30. So her, like, she had, like, three schedules, like, made, like, basically, like, three different, like, backup plans and stuff but like none of those worked out like she was so stressed out Jeez, that's no it fun depends on your time but i heard if you have a bad time um this semester you get a bit better time next semester uh my my time next semester is like 7 20 so it's like not the best time but it's like okay. not too bad yeah um what about the first semester are you just put in classes or do you get to choose your class the first semester like you kind of i guess like there are certain classes like, you have to take, like, like, like bio and in chem like you have to take it. So like they assign you and then also the first year class. But for the other like electives kind of like you check like the rankings the the classes that you want and they they make a schedule for you. Oh, got it, got it. And so uh, when you do when you are able to choose your classes, does it go by seniority from like um, like the credits or what? What are you a standing sophomore at Notre Dame or no? Wait, what? what you Are mean? you a, okay? So like, at a lot of schools, it's the given priority to basically like how close you are to completing everything. So like, oh, um, are you a standing sophomore because of your AP classes and, and whatnot? So, <laughs> Notre Dame, like, you know, you know how I talked about the core curriculum, right? Yeah. Or, the core doesn't accept any AP credit. Wait, actually, wait, wait. Sorry, my the the major doesn't accept AP credit, but your core they accept some AP credit. So, like for me, wait, actually, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> it's kind of complicated, but like, so for example, like freshman year, like you have to take either, like you, if you don't have the AP lane credit, you have to take USEM and like the university seminar, the writing class I'm in, and you have to take another class called like writing and rhetoric, which is like a writing intensive course. And that's if you're, so, if you have an AP credit, you can take that off. And for me, College of Science, like my AP Cal credit goes towards my math credit. So I don't have to take the Calc 1 and Calc 2 when I'm here. But like other than that, like everyone is pretty much on like whatever your year is. So like if I'm a freshman, I'm, I'm basically a freshman. And registration time goes with like seniors one day and like juniors one day and like sophomores one day I w I'm not like I'm not saying it's crappy but like you took a lot of AP classes in high school so um yeah, yeah. you're 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 fine though. you're it's okay <laughs> um but actually I do remember my question my question was how does religion um since you are going to a Catholic school play into like the academic life as well as like the I guess even social life because I know I was talking with someone from Concordia, which is also a religious school, and they have like a chapel every, I think, day for like 30 minutes, but you can choose to go to it if, if you didn't want to or not. Um, but how does it play out in, uh, at Notre Dame? It's kind of like, it's kind of like that too. So I guess with the core, core curriculum, you're required to take like theology classes. And for the first theo class you have to take, the foundation theo is about like Catholic, like Christianity. So that one is basically like your exposure 
I guess your fourth exposure to the, like theology, Catholic, the Christian theology. But after that, your second bio, you can take like world religion, which is like any kind of religion or just like any religion, I guess. Um, and also like, but if you really want to be like religious, like you, you can go on like and take like a bunch of theo classes. Like I know a lot of people take on the theo minor. It's like pretty easy because like on top of the two core classes, you like take four more and then you can declare the minor. And like there are like masses, dorm mass like every week. Like there's so many like around campus, like if you want to go and there are like retreats hosted by the campus ministry. And like we have like a big church, which is the Basilica and like you can like do some stuff there. Like I alter serve at the Basilica. So it's really like you either like if you want to be like really Catholic, you like you can be really Catholic. But if you don't have any religion, like I have a friend, she's atheist and like she's like fine too. So I love that. Love that. That able to, um, if you don't want to do it, you're not obligated to. But if you are, there's a lot of resources for you to to be really involved in that. Um, but I guess kind of the last thing that we do talk about is the organizations and kind of social life there. Um, and you talked about how you were an altar server for the church. Are there any other organizations or clubs that you are involved in currently? <laughs> it's kind of sad, but I like miss the. You know how we have the club drive thing at Woodbridge. Like we have like similar thing, the activities that like I had a class <laughs> that day, so like I kind of missed the activities night. So I didn't really sign up for like any clubs, but um, like I guess like I'm kind of like involved in like the Sunday morning like um, the volunteer thing. Like that's like an organization that I kind of like take part in, and um, there's also like just like other activities like um, we have like a place called like the Center for Social Concern, and they do a lot of like either like service work. Like my summer service learning program that I'm gonna do this summer is like from them too. And then the the South Bend like Urban Plunge the week weekend like the immersion is also like they host the thing so I really like what they're doing so like and they have like um minors too like you can declare a minor through the center for social concern so I'm probably going to do that too so I guess that's like kind of like my me taking part in like the organizations yeah definitely definitely are you um or do you know any other organizations that are pretty popular um that some person might be like oh I'm interested in enjoying this or um, anything maybe you are interested in joining possibly later down in the future? I know there's like, at least like for, for people who are going on med school, like there's like pre-med um, clubs and there's like, there are a lot of like, oh, there's a lot of culture clubs and like, I'm like not like technically part of like Asian American um, club, but like all my other friends are. And like, we, I went on the winter retreat with them and I did like a, um, we had like a Filipino like dance show and I was like, I was on the show. Like, <laughs> it was like pretty, we have like the, like it's called like Triple A cause like Asian American Association. So we call it Triple A. Like Triple A has a lot of like umbrella clubs. It's like they have like Vietnamese um, society and like Chinese and like Taiwanese. So there's like a lot of like umbrella clubs and like there are also a lot of like other I know, like, cultural clubs, and, yeah. There's, like, there's a lot of clubs, but I, there's also, like, a Right to Life club, and 
because I went on the March for Life, so I know that there that's the thing. And yeah, I think there are a lot, but I like I'm just not aware of. It. Yeah, don't even worry. That's good. I think um, definitely it's really good that Notre Dame is creating like a very cultural, um, diverse, and like you're able to find your community um, through kind of who you are, which is awesome. I guess there's a few ending questions. We're probably gonna start wrapping it up soon. Um, but what does a day in the life? I guess you can choose. I know it kind of differs day to day. Um, what you do, but what is a day in the life of Ms. Lucia Chang? What is it looking like? Um, um. So for right now, like since I have classes at like, there are days where I have class at like ten thirty. Like sometimes I wake up at like nine and I do a little bit of work and then I go to class and then I eat. It's like it's. I guess it sounds kind of boring, but I like go to class, I like eat, and like I go back to my dorm, and like I study, <laughs> and I eat like dinner with my friends, like every day mostly, and I go back to my dorm and I just work and I go to sleep. <laughs> that's okay. You're a hard worker. You you need to get to med school, so that's that's what you should be doing for sure. Um, um, what is I guess another one, another ending question is, what is one memorable experience that really makes you happy or really proud that you are um, an Irishman? Or fighting Irish, not Irishman, uh, fighting Irish, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, I guess it's like meeting like new people, like, like I guess coming from like California so far away, it's like, it's like you feel like it's really hard to like, because you don't know anyone there, like it's hard to um, get start making friends, but like, it's really it like turns out to be like not that hard to make friends and like I, I can't really pick like one experience but I guess like the whole experience in general and I think like sometimes like I guess it's also like one thing good about like like me like being religious and going to religion school is like whenever like things get hard like I can always go to like a chapel or to like the church and like just sit down and like just blank out and like think of nothing and like I guess like have like my, I guess the thing that's like a good balance between like yourself and like social or like schoolwork and stuff. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Love that. Love that. Um, and I guess the the, the final thing um, for the podcast is what are pros and cons um, to going to your school from a for a prospective student if, if they're listening. <laughs> um, I think the pros is like if you. Like you really get, I feel like a holistic kind of education with, um, like if you, I guess like for me, like I like never consider like thinking about like taking theology ever, like until I took my first theo class. And I think that's like something that's kind of valuable in having like the liberal arts education is like, like you, you're kind of forced to take the classes. And like, at first, I guess like, I think it doesn't work for everyone, but like, I think you really encounter some new things. Like, I know, like, like, I don't really like philosophy classes, but I know like some of like, a re like really good, like discussions between my friends are like fueled by like the arguments that we like learn through like philosophy class and just like talking about it. And so I guess that's the good part. Um, and also, I guess the student life in general, like, um, and sports too, if you like football. <laughs> we made to the um, pretty far this year, undefeated, 12 to Y'all crazy, y'all crazy. Um, but also, 
Um, I guess the environment is really nice, even though we don't have, I guess that's the cons is like, we don't have a lot of like, like South Bend isn't like very vibrant, like, but I guess the good thing is like a couple hours away is Chicago and if you really want to have some fun, you can go to Chicago. But there are also a lot of parties going on. Like, I'm pretty sure there's like a party like every single weekend. Like one of my friends, like her roommate, like goes to a lot of parties. <laughs> there are definitely a lot, of par- a lot of parties. So if you want to have parties, like that's also an option. But if you don't, like you have your own community too. So it's really about like the choices that you make, like whichever fits your personality. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Are there any cons or is, is Notre Dame perfect for you? Well, um, I guess like for me, it worked, it worked out pretty well. But like for other people, like maybe like, um, I, okay, I guess there is a con. It's so far away from home, like airplane and like now I have to think about storage. It's so stressful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's expensive to, to have to buy tickets and move yeah. everything over or what you're going to do about that. But yeah, that's definitely something to, to worry about. But um, The weather is also a con. I mean, I love the beautiful weather, but sometimes it's so cool. We have a snow day this year, which like apparently doesn't happen like, very often the last time was like four days like four years ago and it's like we had like a day and a half where we don't have school that was so nice <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty fun that i i, I kind of wish i i mean this is from a socal guy i wish i could like see or i've seen real snow and everything but kind of live in it but also i understand that there's a lot of bad things about having snow and not being able to go outside and all that stuff but Definitely, definitely a con uh, for some people, but some people really enjoy being able to stay in and, and cuddle up, so that's awesome. But okay, I think, is there anything else you would like to mention about your experience there or Notre Dame in general? Um, I think that's it, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for taking your time out to, to talk to me again. It was great talking to you again. I haven't, I haven't talked to you in a really long time, and it was, it was great catching up. Um, but when you are back in Irvine over summer which you're done in, in in a month but definitely hit me up we'll go get some food we'll go hang out okay. um, um but yeah i don't know i don't I'll, i don't want to take any more of your time but thank you so much for for being here yeah no problem hey guys thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the student life podcast i really hope you guys enjoyed it um i love talking to lucia and she's the sweetest sweetest girl um ever and i hope you guys learned a little bit about notre dame and, and some of the things the pros and cons of it but again thank you guys so much for listening and hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day Jevu signing out peace